we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. Clive is in deep water over his plans for acquiring an old art studio for converting into a health food shop. He's antagonized the Major by accusing him of passing on confidential information to Dorothy Peggs and has inflamed Jeremy, who suspects that Beth, his wife, is not just interested in Clive for purely business reasons. Meanwhile, Paul Taggart has startled the town by walking out on his wife Mary. You and Tom have had your fair share of bad luck lately. We'll have our ups and downs. We're only chartered dustbin bags. Pour out the bag. Get him in a minute. I mean to say, what the blazes does Paul think he's doing? Your Mary's a lovely girl. Best of the bunch. Yes, well, she's taken it quite well. He should be ashamed of himself running off like that. Not that he did much for her before that. Always playing with his blessed trains, or his cricket, or running around. She finds her friends at the church a great comfort. Wouldn't depend on them too much. <laughs> Be surprised at the tittle-tattle I hear when you're not around the shop. Well, the vicar's being especially helpful. Some of your respectable churchgoers have got a lot to say about him as well. Mary wants to steer clear of the lot of them, if you ask me. Oh, they'll soon come to accept Father Marsh's way of doing things. <clears throat> That's not what Billy and Marge are saying. Hopeless when it comes to giving encouragement. He was round there a while ago. Showed hardly any interest in Billy's blindness. Just went on and on about come to church. Come to church. <laughs> Wouldn't catch me oh. in there, I can tell you. Well, yes, to be honest... I did much prefer the way old Father Harvey used to do things. But I'm not against bringing the services up to date if it attracts a few more youngsters. But it doesn't, does it? From all the gossip going on around here, it's not the youngsters that Father March seems to appeal to. Really? What on earth do you mean? Some say he's a proper ladies' man. Oh, John, that's an awful thing to say. Just because he's not married... There'll be rumours about choir boys next. I'll bet Dorothy Pigs is behind this. <laughs> well, what I say is, I hope that your Mary doesn't get caught up in it. Mm. Uh, oh, mm. a... Morning, Mrs. Peacock. Oh, hello, Eleanor. Be cold this morning. All right, you are. Yes, I'll be there. Thank you. Who was that, Jeremy? What was that, Beth? Who were you talking to? Oh, just Crown Electrical, that lamp we ordered. It's just come in. Well, they've been long enough. I should have got it in town. Do you fancy a coffee? No, thanks, Beth. I'm uh, just popping out. Whatever for? It's only 9.30. I thought we were going shopping together. Well, I thought I might see if I can get that magazine on the test match before they sell out. You and your cricket. Turning into a regular pull taggart, you are. Don't be silly. I won't be long, and then we can pop up to the shops after you've finished the chores. Oh, thanks very much. I've been working all the week. Who the hell is this? Oh, it's you. Hello, Clive. What brings you here so early on a Saturday morning? Hello, Jeremy. Hello, Beth. I've got some news. Well, you better tell my wife I've got to get up to the high street. Come in the lounge, Clive. Coffee? Oh, well, I've, I've just had one. Oh, yes, why not? Thanks. You must excuse Jeremy Clive. He's mad about cricket and thinks he might miss out on this week's magazine. Well, I can't stand the game myself. Boring. 
So what's your news? It's about those coins that were found on the art studio site. I thought it might be. Here's your coffee. Oh, thanks, Beth. So don't tell me they're fakes. Well, not far off for a first guess. Well, I was only joking. Well, they're probably genuine enough, but I've got proof that they were planted there. Really? How do you know? Because John Goff was cycling past the studio the very night before the waterboard engineer discovered the coins. Well, what does that prove? Well, he's sure he saw a figure in the grounds. A man snooping around the very place where the water people were due to put down those new pipes. Or perhaps John Goff had had too much blades that night. Don't forget, he's been a bit peculiar ever since he was attacked in that burglary some months back. Well, there's nothing wrong with John's eyesight. He said he didn't think about it at the time. He's just thought it was one of those gypsies from the old gravel pit. I was talking to him for quite some time in the light yesterday evening, and we started to put two and two together. And made five. Look, come on, Beth, give us a break. This health food centre is a damn good project. I thought it meant a lot to you. It does. Well, then we've got to make it work. I'm not going to let that Peg's woman pull a fastball on us. So you reckon that man, whoever he was, was planting the coins? Is that a pun? Oh, no, but where did they come from? Well, a local collector, I expect. I'm working on that oh, anyway. Oh, proper little Hercule Poirot, aren't we? Listen, when I want something, I usually get it, Beth. I'm not sure I know how to take that, Clive. Yeah, well, when I find out who's been double-dealing us, you'll wonder what's hit him. You still blame the Major? Well, John Goff's description of the man in the studio grounds fits the Major to a T. Probably fits a lot of other people, too. For all you know, I might be your fifth columnist. Oh, I think I know you a little better than that, Beth. I wonder if you do. I reckon you're pretty good at working out what a man's thinking. Maybe. Though the way Jeremy's been behaving recently... Oh, he can't take the pressure, that's his problem. He must be mad to let a beautiful woman like you. Oh, Clive. You promised... You promised you'd never... You're very special to me, Beth. Clive, you... you mustn't. Jeremy will be... Oh, Clive. Oh, don't start that up again, George, dear. Have some more apple pie. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I've had enough of Clive Blades and his health food business. Well, dear, I hate to say I told you well, so, Well, I'm fed but... up with his... Oh, yes, please. Uh, just a little with his insinuations. After all, I've been an honourable man all my... Oh, the, the, no, that's fine, dear. Not too much. I can't understand why he wanted you involved in the first place. Jolly awkward. What with you just being made a governor at Dorothy's school? Well, that's just it. I suppose he thought I'd keep her in check. Dashed awkward. Felt like a pig in the middle. I'll tell you another thing. Because I won't play his... Oh, this is really nice. Superb bit of cooking. Play his deceitful games. He has the nerve to... Oh, you must take out the cloves before you serve it, dear. The nerve to think that I'm double-dealing him. Huh. Oh, yes. The pastry melts in your mouth. Clive Blades needs pudding in his place. Well, as long as you leave that to somebody else, dear. Oh, that was a wonderful lunch, Miss Peggs. You must give me the recipe for that bacon and potato stew. Well, to be quite frank, Mary, dear, it's one I get the children in top juniors to do. Simple, but nutritious and full of flavour. Oh, I don't suppose they have such lovely spring greens from your garden? Well, actually, they were from Major Peacock's garden. How well do you know the Major? Well, I've seen him a few times, but I don't know him very well. I think his wife's given Dad a bit of encouragement. Very kind man, a real gentleman. Few of them about these days, my dear. Too true. Oh, sorry. 
That was clumsy of me. I didn't mean to imply that you are. Uh, don't worry, Miss Pax. That brings me to what I wanted to speak to you about. I was wondering. I thought it couldn't have been just sympathy, though Father I... Marsh. Father Marsh? The vicar. I gather you've been seeing rather a lot of him recently. Well, you could put it that way. The way I put it is immaterial, my dear. What is far more significant is the way others see it. I just wondered if you noticed anything strange in his behaviour. What do you mean, strange? Let me put it this way. A number of us have become increasingly alarmed at Father Marsh's conduct. Oh, that! I know exactly what you mean now. But, Miss Peggs, you must admit that many of us find his style very helpful. The children think the world of him. Good gracious me, do they? <laughs> and his pastoral care has been a great source of strength for me. I speak from personal experience. Experience, yes. Oh, how foolish of me. We're talking across purposes, Mary, my dear. Uh, what some of us are especially concerned about is not the services in church. Dear me, no. Though heaven alone knows there's enough to criticise there as well. No. I'm talking about the lady he's pleased to call his housekeeper. Oh, you mean Rose? I do. Now, what the blazes has she done? What hasn't she done would be more appropriate. Well, she may be rather gauche, but Geoffrey would be lost without her. She's ideal for a busy bachelor. I'm sure she is. And did you know why she came to Castlewick? Well, to find work, I suppose. Couldn't have been easy for her to bring up three young children after losing her husband so tragically. So that's what she told you? No, that's what Geoffrey told me. Did he? Did he indeed? I see. This is worse than I thought. Perhaps you ought to know the truth of the matter. Father Marsh's so-called housekeeper hails from Potterby. Funny, that rings a bell. Well, I remember Potterby. We sometimes called in as kids in Dad's boat. It should, as you so quaintly put it, ring a bell. Our Father Marsh served his curacy in Potterby Parish Church. So he did, of course. Well, he probably knew Rose from those days. Exactly. You're beginning to cotton on, my dear. And he thought of Rose when he was looking for a housekeeper. Or she thought of him. So what's so bad about that? I would have thought it said much for Father Marsh's caring attitude. Mm, caring. Such a difficult word to define. I'm sorry, Miss Peggs, but I really don't see what you're driving at. Then I'll spell it out to you, my dear. Father Marsh has told you that Rose's husband was lost at sea. In fact, he was not. She left him and came immediately to Castlewick, to the vicarage. But you seem exceptionally well informed. I am. I have a former teaching colleague who retired to Potterby. She hears it all. She even sees the husband make his way to the pub every evening. Oh dear, this is all very confusing. What... What am I expected to conclude about Geoffrey's behaviour from the revelation? I should have thought it quite plain, wouldn't you? That our vicar is having an affair with a former parishioner. With Rose? Oh, that's ridiculous. Our vicar is living in sin, Mary. I strongly advise you to refrain from seeing Father Marsh. Several of us feel that the time has come for this serious matter to be redressed. 
There you are, sir. Pint of broadside, half a mile. Thank you. And a packet of bacon flavored crisps, please. That'll be £2.85, please. Last orders, please. You don't serve all day in these parts. Not worth it. Hardly anyone comes in. Better things to do with our afternoons, like catching up on Kip. Ah, I see what you mean. Thanks, anyway. Uh, here it comes, Caroline. <laughs> Open all afternoon. What next? Now to get any work done, would they, Marge? Too true. And that lights at that Jeremy Halstead would be permanently pickled. Sad, isn't it? You want me to see him off the premises, Billy? Oh, no, no. I'll deal with him. Sitting in the snug, isn't he? Now, be sensible, Billy. Let Tom and me deal with it. Don't you agree, Marge? To be honest, I've given up arguing with Billy. He's going to have to learn the hard way. That's right, love. Ought to know my way to the snug bin now. I don't know what the blazes that Jeremy thinks he's doing. Something's upset him. Been drinking like a fish all lunchtime. Perhaps his redundancy's getting to him. Come on, Jeremy, old lad. You've had your pill and we're closing. Leave me alone. Keeps on muttering something about being double-crossed. Come on, mate. Your breath will wonder what's happened to you. My breath? That's a joke. <laughs> Can't cope with life outside the big city. Too involved with Clive Blades, if you ask me. Up you get them. Take your hands off me! Oh, oh no! no. Oh, for God's sake, Jerry! Billy! 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 <laughs> 